0: Hansel and Gretel, narrated by Adriana Giar. Hard by a great forest dwelt a poor woodcutter with his wife and two children. The boy was called Hansel and the girl Gretel. He had little to bite and to break. And once when great dearth fell on the land, he could no longer procure even daily bread. Now, when he thought over this by night in his bed, he tossed about in his anxiety. He groaned and said to his wife, what is to become of us? How are we going to feed our poor children when we no longer have anything even for ourselves? I'll tell you what, husband, answered the woman. Early tomorrow morning, we will take the children out into the forest where it is thickest, and we will light a fire for them and give each of them one more piece of bread, and then we will go to our work and leave them alone. They will not find the way home again, and we shall be rid of them. No, wife, said the man, I will not do that. How can I bear to leave my children alone in the forest? The wild animals will soon come and tear them to pieces." Oh, you fool, she said, then we must all four die of hunger. You may as well plane the planks for our coffins. And she left him no peace until he consented. But I feel very sorry for the poor children all the same, said the mayor. The two children had also not been able to sleep for hunger and had heard what their stepmother had said to their father. Gretel wept bitter tears and said to Hansel, "'Now all is over with us. "'Be quiet, Gretel,' said Hansel. "'Do not distress yourself. "'I will soon find a way to help us.' And when the old folks had fallen asleep, he got up, put on his little coat, And opened the door and crept outside. The moon shone brightly, and the white pebbles which lay in front of the house glittered, glittered like real silver pennies. Hansel stooped and stuffed the little pocket of his coat with as many as he could get in. Then he went back and said to Gretel be comforted dear little sister and sleep in peace God will not forsake us and he lay down again in his bed when the day dawned but before the sun had risen the woman came and awoke the two children saying get up you sluggards we're going into the forest to fetch wood she gave them each a little piece of bread and said there's something for your dinner but do not eat it up before then, for you will get nothing else. Gretel took the bread under her apron, as Hansel had the pebbles in his pocket. Then they all set out together on the way to the forest. When they had walked a short time, Hansel stood still and peeped back at the house, and so did again and again his father said hansel what are you looking at there and staying behind for pay attention and do not forget how to use your legs Ah, father said hansel i'm looking at my little white cat which is sitting up on the roof he wants to say goodbye to me the wife said fool that's not your cat under that's not your little cat That is a morning sun which is shining on the chimneys. Hansel, however, had not been looking back on the cat, but had been constantly throwing one of the white pebbles out of his pocket onto the road. When they had reached the middle of the forest, the father said, Now, children, pile up some wood, and I will light a fire that you may not be cold. Hansel and Gretel gathered brushwood together, as high as a little hill. The brushwood was lighted, and when the flames were burning very high, the woman said, "'Now, children, lay yourselves down by the fire and rest. "'We will go back into the forest and cut some wood. "'When we have done, we will come back and fetch you.'" Hansel and Gretel sat by the fire. And when noon came, each ate a little piece of bread. As they heard the strokes of the wood axe, they believed that their father was near. It was not the axe, however, but a branch branch which had been fastened to a withered tree, which the wind was blowing backwards and forwards. And as they had been sitting with such a long time, their eyes closed with fatigue. Gretel began... and they fell asleep. When they at last they awoke, it was already dark night. Gretel began to cry and said, How are we going to get out of the forest now? My Hansel all comforted, comforted her... And said just wait a little until the moon has risen and then we will soon find the way and when the full moon had risen Ransel took his little sister by the hand and followed the pebbles which shone like newly coined silver pieces and had showed them all the way they walked the whole long the whole night long and by break of day came once more to their father's house. They knocked at the door, and when the woman opened it and saw that it was Hansel and Gretel, she said, You naughty children! Why have you slept so long in the forest? We thought you were never coming back at all. Their father, however, rejoiced at them, for it had cut him to the heart to leave them behind alone. Not long afterwards, There was once one more great death throughout the land, and the children had heard their mother saying at night to their father, Everything is eaten again. We only have one half loaf left, and that is the end. The children must go. We will take them farther in the woods, that they will not not find their way out again. There is no other means of saving ourselves. The man's heart was heavy, and he thought, "'It would be better for you to share the last mouthful with your children.' The woman, however, was would listen to nothing that he had to say, but scolded and reapproached him. He who says A must say B likewise, and he had yielded the first time. He had to do so a second time also.' The children, however, were still awake and heard the conversation when the old folks were asleep. Hansel again got up and wanted to go out and pick up the pebbles as he had never done befo- as he had done before. But the woman had locked the door, and Hansel could not get out. Nevertheless, he comforted his sister and said, "Do not cry, Gretel. Go to sleep quietly. The good God will help us early in the morning." Came the women, and took the children out of their beds. A piece of bread was given to them, but it was still smaller than the time before. On the way into the forest, Hansel crumbled his in his pocket, and often stood still and threw a morsel on the ground. Hansel, why do you stop and look round? said the father. Go on, I'm saying. I'm looking back at my little pigeon, which is sitting on the roof, and wants to say goodbye to me, Angel Hansel. Fool, said the woman, that is not your little pigeon, that's the morning sun that is shining on the chimney. Hansel, however, little by little, threw all the crumbs on the path. The woman led the children still deeper into the forest where they had never in their lives been before. Then a great fire was made again, and the mother said, "'Just sit there, you children, and when you are tired, "'you may sleep a little. "'We are going into the forest to cut wood, "'and in the evening, when we are done, "'we will come and fetch you away.' "'When it was noon, Gretel shared a piece of with Hansel, "'who had scattered his by the way. "'They fell asleep, and evening passed, but no one had, came to the poor children. They did not awake until it was dark night. And Hansel comforted his little sister and said, Just wait, Gretel, until the moon rises. Then we shall see the crumbs of bread which I have strewn about, and they will show us the, our way to home again. When the moon came, they set out, but they found no crumbs for the many thousand birds. Uh, which fly about in the woods, had picked them all up. Hansel said to Gretel, We shall soon find the way, but they did not find it. They walked the whole night, and all next day too, from morning till evening. They, But they did not get out of the forest, and, and were very hungry, until they had nothing to eat but two or three berries. Which grew on the ground. As they were so weary that their legs would carry them no longer, they lay down beneath a tree and fell asleep. Now it was now three mornings since they had left their father's house. They began to walk again. They, but they must always come. But they always came deeper into the forest, and it did not come soon. They, they must die of hunger and weariness. When it was midday, they saw a beautiful snow-white bird sitting on a bow, which sang so delightfully that they stood still and listened to it. And when its song was over, it spread its wings and flew away before them. And they followed it until they reached a little house on the roof, which it alighted, and they approached a little house which they saw was built of bread covered with cakes, but the windows were clear as sugar. We will set to work on that, said Hansel, and have a good meal. I will eat a bit of the roof, and you, Gretel, can eat some of the window. It will taste sweet. Hansel reached up above and broke off a little of the roof to try how it tasted. Gretel leaned against the window and nibbles at the panes. Then a soft voice cried from the parlor, Nibble, nibble, gnaw! who is nibbling at my house? The children answered, The wind, the wind, the heaven-born wind. And they went on eating without disturbing themselves. Hansel, who liked the taste of the roof, tore down a great piece of it. And Gretel pushed out the whole of one round window-pane, sat down, and enjoyed herself with it. Suddenly, the door opened, and a woman as old as the hills who supported herself on crutches came creeping out. Hansel and Gretel were so terribly frightened that they let it fall what they had in their hands. The old woman, however, nodded her head and said, "Oh, you dear children, who has brought you here?" Do come in and stay with me. No harm shall happen to you. She took them both by the hand and led them into her little house. Then good food was set before them, milk and pancakes, with sugar, apples, and nuts. Afterwards, two pretty little beds were covered with clean white linen, and Hansel and Gretel lay down in them and thought they were in heaven. The old woman had only pretended to be so kind, but in reality she was a wicked witch who lay in wait for children and had only built the little house of bread in order to entice them. When the child fell into her power, she killed it, cooked it, and ate it. And that was the feast day with her. Witches have red eyes and cannot see far have a keen scent with the beasts, and are aware when human beings draw near. When Hansel and Gretel came into her neighborhood, she laughed with Malise and said mockingly, I have them, they shall not escape me again. Early in the morning, the children were awake. She was already up, and when she saw both of them sleeping and looking so pretty with their plump rosy cheeks, she muttered to herself, "That will be a dainty mouthful." Then she seized Hansel with her shrivelled hand, carried him into a little stable, and locked him in a gra- behind a grated door. Scream as he might, it wouldn't help him. She went to Gretel and shook her till she awoke and cried, "'Get up, lazy thing!" Go fetch some water and cook something good for your brother. He's in the stable outside and is to be made fat. When he's fat, I will eat him. Gretel began to weep bitterly, but it was all in vain, for she was forced to do what the wicked witch commanded. Now the best food was cooked for poor Hansel, but Gretel got nothing but crab shells. Every morning, the woman crept into the little stable and said and cried, "'Hansel, stretch out your finger that I may feel if you will soon be fat.' Hansel, however, stretched out a little bone to her, and the old woman, who had dim eyes, could not see it, and thought it was Hansel's finger, and was astonished that there was no way of fattening him. When four weeks had gone by, And Hansel remained thin. She was seized with impatience and would not wait any longer. Now then, Gretel, she cried to the girl, stir yourself and bring some water. Let Hansel be fat and lean tomorrow. I will kill him and cook him. Ah, how the poor little sister did lament when she had to fetch the water and the water. And how her tears did flow down her cheeks. Dear God, do help us, she cried. If the wild beasts in the forest had devoured us, we should at any rate have died together. Just keep your noise to yourself, said the old woman. It won't help you at all. Early in the morning, Gretel had to go out and hang up the cauldron with water and light the fire. We will bake first, said the old woman. I have already heated the oven and kneaded the dough. She pushed poor Gretel out to the oven, from which flames of fire were already darting. "Creep in," said the witch, "and see if it's properly heated, so that we can put the bread in." And once Gretel was inside, she intended to shut it, shut the oven, and let it bake. in In it but then she would eat her too but gretel saw what she had in mind and said i do not know how i am to do it how do i get in silly goose said the old woman the door is big enough just look i can get in myself and she crept up thrust her head into the oven And Gretel gave her a push that drove her far into it, and shut the iron door and fastened the bolt. Oh, then she began to howl quite horribly. But Gretel ran away, and the godless witch was miserably burnt to death. Gretel, however, ran like lightning to Hansel, opening his little stable and crying, Hansel, we are saved! The old witch is dead! Then Hansel sprang like a bird from the cage, and when the doors opened, and they did rejoice and embrace each other, and dance about and kiss each other, and as they no longer any need to fear her, they went into the witch's house, and in every corner there stood a chest full of pearls and jewels. These are far better than pebbles," said Hansel, and thrust into his pocket whatever could be got in. "'And Gretel said, "'I, too, will take something home with me.' "'She peeled her pinafore full. "'But now we must be off,' said Hansel, "'that we may get out of the witch's forest.' "'And when they had walked for two hours, "'they came to a big stretch of water. "'We cannot cross,' said Hansel. "'I see no foot plank and no bridge, "'and there is also no ferry.' But White Duck is swimming there. If I ask her, she will help us over. Then she cried. Little duck, little duck, dost you see, Hansel and Gretel are waiting for thee. There's never a plank or a bridge in sight. Take us across on thy back so white. And the duck came to them, and Hansel seated himself on its back, and told his sister to sit by him. No, replied Gretel, that will be too heavy for the little duck. She shall take us across one after the other. The the good little duck did so, and when they were once safely across and had walked for a short time, the forest seemed to be more and more familiar to them. And At the length they saw from afar the father's house, they began to run, rushed into the parlor, and threw themselves around the father's neck. The man had not known one happy hour since he left the children in the forest. The woman, however, was dead. Gretel emptied her pinafore until precious stones and pearls ran about in the room. Hansel threw one handful after another of his pocket to add to them. Then all the anxiety was at the end and they lived together in perfect happiness. My tail is done. There runs a mouse. Whosoever catches it may make himself a big fur cap out of it. The end.